This is Coochie's Corner Podcast, hosted by Bobby Bailey. Check us out on social media, Facebook at The Crew Chief, on Twitter at The Crew Chief, Instagram at Crew Chief's Corner, and on TikTok at Crew Chief's Corner. And now on the Anchor Podcasting Network at anchor.fm and the Anchor app. Alright, what's going on everybody here? It's Bobby with Crew Chief's Corner Podcast. Hope you guys are having a nice, safe Thursday. And uh, we just saw the ending of the Xfinity race not too long ago with Chase Briscoe winning his uh, fourth career event at Darlington. We'll go over that. And then Denny Hamlin's big win last night in the NASCAR Cup Series race, the Toyota 500 kilometers as it should have been called, but they just called it the Toyota 500. And then today we had the Toyota 200. Like I said, that chase Briscoe one. So we'll go over all the uh, race results. We'll go over all the news and the notes that came out of last night's race. What a crazy race last night was. We'll get to that. We'll get to the fallout from the chase Elliott and Kyle Bush confrontation. Uh, apparently there's some t-shirts that were being made, uh, last night after, uh, 30 seconds of retweets, uh, got a thousand, uh, I'm sorry, a thousand likes and, uh, that, that got, uh, some shirts made. So we'll see what comes out of that, but possibly a new rivalry in NASCAR between Kyle Busch and Chase Elliott. We'll respond to that. And also, uh, talk a little bit about, um, you know, the, the, the decision that NASCAR had to find or not to find Chase Elliott for flipping Kyle Busch the bird, but also, um, you know, just the f- overall fan reaction of it. And if you didn't like this race at Darlington, I got news for you. You shouldn't be watching racing. Cause that was one heck of a show. And even today's Xfinity race was one to behold. So we'll get, we'll get the podcast going right after this quick break. We hope you had to catch you on the other side. <laughs> All right, everybody, Bobby back here on the Crew Chiefs Corner podcast. And and first and foremost, let's start off with the NASCAR Cup Series race. Let's go over last night's Toyota 500 at Darlington. And boy, what a race this was. And and as I said in the show open there, you know, if you, if you weren't um, a fan of this particular race, I, I don't know what you're what you're watching it for, because this race had everything. This was this was the quintessential NASCAR race in the sense that this was Hard battling, lots of, of paint swapping, guys hitting the wall. This is the Darlington we're used to seeing. This is the Darlington that I know a lot of people didn't see Sunday evening, and and it kind of bothered a few of you uh, when we were doing our Facebook Live after the race on Sunday. I got a lot of comments from people about why, uh, you know, the race just didn't seem like it normally does. You know, it wasn't a um, there wasn't as many accidents in Sunday's race. You know, we had some, some long green flag runs. It seemed like, you know, clean air was King. Um, and, and, and last night's race, we really had a lot of short runs. We didn't really have the long run, um, that, that you normally get at Darlington and, and, and it really just led to a different style of race. Um, you know, and it started out early. I mean, John Hunter Nemechek had some issues. Um, there were some, it, it, it was hard to see on Fox because the angle that they had, the wreck was already in progress. So it was hard to tell whether or not Matt Kenseth got into him or not. That was what what it what they were insinuating on TV. That's what it seemed like to to most of us out there that Matt got into into John Hunter and sent him for a spin. 
and, um, you know, basically ruined that young man's evening. But, um, you know, it started out there with a bang and, and, and it just continued, you know, for the second straight race, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Rex at Darlington, obviously this time it wasn't on the opening lap. It was a little bit later in the event, but still nonetheless, not a good race for Stenhouse. Uh, Ryan Priest blew a motor. So his struggles have continued. Uh, for the Ryan Priest fans out there, I, I don't know what to tell you guys. I really don't. I mean, he's had some rotten luck to start this season, and um, you know you're gonna you're gonna look back hopefully at the end of the year and say, well, that was a tough stretch at the beginning of the season, but you know we we came out of it. We we had some decent finishes, and and you know we did what we could of it. But Ryan Priest has had a very tough start to the 2020 campaign, and and one of those that you know um, other guys have struggled. I mean, there's guys that have that have had tough starts to their seasons. Um, you know, and Ryan priest isn't alone in that, but, um, like I said, there's, there's a lot of teams that have struggled. We had quite a few cautions in this race and I'm, I'm actually looking up right now as we're having this conversation, how many cautions we had, we had 11 cautions for 54 laps or a, a decent amount of cautions. Obviously we talked about the first wreck, which was Matt Kenseth, uh, getting into John Hunter Nemechek in turn four. Um, then on lap 12, we had uh, John Hunter spun again. Um, that seemed like he cut a tire down. They, they didn't get the damage done with that. Then they had um, the competition caution on lap 27. Um, then they had the caution for lap on lap 68, which was a stage one conclusion. Then uh, lap 73, they had one for uh, Michael McDowell. Uh, and uh, Chris Busher. So Busher had a an accident uh, during the race as well. And then uh, the next one was 83, which was uh, Ricky's uh, accident. Then there was an accident that involved, um, it says Cole Custer, but it was Cole Custer, um, Bubba Wallace, and Matt Kenseth. Then there was a uh, uh, another one on lap 127 for the stage two conclusion. Then lap 80 was Matt Kenza's spin after he broke um, a part on the car and then it caused a flat tire. And Matt spun out on lap 180. Rough night for Matt Kenza. Uh, Clint Boyer. Now, Boyer, I'll, I'll do a little aside here. Clint Boyer had the car. Boyer won stage one. Then he rallied. You know, he, he fell behind a little bit. Then he rallied back in stage two. He had uh, fresh tires. He caught everybody. He's able to win stage two. But there at the end of the race, Clint Boyer hit the wall. Then he spun out and uh, had a flat uh, because of that and, and caused the caution there. And that was lap 196. And then we had one last caution, which was on lap 202, which was um, the infamous Chase Elliott and Kyle Busch accident, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But yeah, I mean, uh, Clint Boyer had the car. He really did. He had a great car. He had one of those cars that, you know, it, it, it seemed like it took off really well. It was not a long run car. The guy that had the long run car was uh, was Martin Truex Jr. By far and away, he had a really good long run car. And it was very interesting because one of the other things that I thought going into this race was Kevin Harvick was going to be the car to beat. Because if you remember um, Sunday's race, Kevin had the car, you know, he had the field covered. He led 180 laps. He, he just was the dominant factor on Sunday. Not so much last night, last night, it was really, you know, you go back and you look at some of the, the statistics, Clint Boyer led 71 laps, Chase Elliott led 28 laps, right? Um, so those are the two lap leaders really of the evening. 
Then you had, um, believe it or not, Eric Jones led 27 laps. Joey Logano led 19. Then I believe the next one was Denny Hamlin, which led the last 12 laps. Brad Keselowski uh, led 7. Kevin Harvick led 10. And then uh, I said I didn't mention Truex. Truex led 16 laps. Uh, Ryan Newman led five uh, during a uh, pit stop cycle. Uh, Bubba Wallace stayed out during one of the cautions. He led three laps. And Ty Dillon, who uh, started um, in the number two position, led eight laps there. And then uh, Daniel Suarez also led a lap. He stayed out, um, as did uh, Brennan Poole, I believe. Yeah, Brennan Poole led a lap, but he stayed out. So an interesting evening all the way around. Um, like I said, Ryan Priest had a tough night for the pole sitter. But overall, the, the cars, um, you know, much, much different cars in the mix last night than they were on Sunday uh, afternoon. So Denny Hamlin picks up the win. It is his uh, 39th career win in the NASCAR Cup Series. Uh, Hamlin, you know, didn't get there by having the best car. Hamlin got there because they were running low on tires. I believe Denny's team was out of sticker tires. They had some scuffs left over, but they had no sticker tires left in their um, arsenal to put on the car. So so really that last caution um, that came out because of the Chase Elliott and uh, Kyle Busch accident really um, basically was the saving grace. And then the rains came, which really bailed Denny Hamlin out because Chase Elliott had newer tires and was going to catch um, Denny and, and probably win the race and go away with it because he had the freshest tires out of those top five competitors. But you know, the accident, it, it, it was really tough. And and we're going to talk about it now because I, I feel like, um, you know, I could spend a couple minutes on this, um, you know, and I think we've gone over the, the, the big parts of the race. You know, we've talked about the cautions and who caused what. Now, I'll lead into this by saying, you know, it's no, no surprise that Kyle Busch is the most hated, disliked, whatever word you want to insert here, driver in the sport. And, you know, seeing this accident happen last night, it kind of reminded me when Kyle got into Dale Jr. at Richmond. And I mentioned this on the Facebook Live earlier today. So if you didn't get to see it, um, you know, you'll get to hear my thoughts for the second time on this. But, uh, I mean, you'll get to hear my thoughts for the first time on this. But if you heard it, you already know where, where I feel about it. The first thing is, is that, you know, when you have the least popular driver wrecking the most popular driver, you can imagine what the fan reaction is going to be. Now, being that we had no fans at the racetrack due to everything that's going on with the coronavirus, there wasn't that moment when Kai, when, when Chase flips the bird to Kyle Busch, there's no fan reaction. But I can tell you the social media reaction was probably the reaction we would have saw at the racetrack had there been fans at the racetrack. Um, just sheer, utter displeasure with Kyle. Um, I saw some people that that work at Gibbs uh, tweeted that you know they got tons and tons of uh, very abusive and very abrasive uh, comments from Ky- uh, Chase Elliott fans and and from the Kyle Kyle Bush haters as as they're so passionate re- passionately referred to. As, uh, but you know, the, it's just one of those deals where 
Kyle admitted after the race he made a mistake. Um, and where where we all thought, you know, that um, at least I thought, you know, watching the end the end of that race where the cars are sitting on pit road, the red flag is out. NASCAR hadn't officially called the race yet. Alan Gustafson and other members of the nine team are sitting on pit road, staring right at Kyle Busch's race car. And I would say, given given all the circumstances that we're dealing with with the coronavirus and all the stuff, that I was kind of wondering what the optics would be had there been an actual fight. What the optics would have been? Would this have been portraying NASCAR in a negative light, especially when it comes to being the first sport back? That, um, you know, is, is one of the more popular ones. I, I'm not going to say it's the most popular, but when you look at UFC, when you look at PBR and some, and, and some of the other stuff that's out there, I mean, NASCAR has a little bit more of a fan base, you know, uh, I know the UFC's gained popularity, but, but when you look at the PBR and some of this other stuff, I mean, NASCAR has got a, a, a big fan base and, you know, I was like, oh boy, if they fight, this is gonna this is gonna get on everything. I mean, this is gonna be national news because here it is, guys making physical contact in the middle of a pandemic. And oh my god, if one of these guys has coronavirus, I, I don't even want to know what the reaction's gonna be. But thankfully, NASCAR, I, I don't even know if NASCAR said something to the teams or the radio. I think they did because I heard the live mics um that they had uh there um kind of in that area picked up that they said, you know, NASCAR told us go back to our stalls. And um, then Alan Gustafson had his opportunity after they called the race to have the conversation with Kyle Busch. And I'll admit it was a very civil conversation. It was one of those, you know, it was 2020 in a nutshell, you know, two guys wearing a face mask, having a conversation six feet apart. Um, You know, and there's, and there's no, you know, there's no fight. There's no disagreement. Kyle admitted that he wrecked him, uh, you know, by accident. And uh, he just misjudged the gap. And those things happen. But I do say that that um, the anger that Chase had was 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 basically in the moment. You know, it was heat of the moment. You got wrecked. Um, these guys, you know, they compete to win these races. And if they don't win, it, it's it's hard. It's it's especially hard to take a loss when it is taken from you from another competitor the way that this was. This wasn't like a we were racing hard kind of deal. This was Kyle Busch just messed up. I mean, there, there's no doubt about it. He just he just flat out messed up and screwed up and and wrecked them. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing Chase Elliott could do about it in that moment other than do what he did, which is flipping the bird. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear there was no fight in the garage area. There was no fight on pit road so that we weren't waking up this morning in national headlines about NASCAR, you know, having a, a fight in the middle of a pandemic. Oh my God. You know, I can only imagine the mess that this would have caused if there was actually a fight last night after the whole Kyle Busch chase Elliott thing. And I guess now we're going to see what everybody's going to refer to as, the Chase Elliott shirts is is you're going to see a bunch of them, you know you're going to see the the F Kyle Bushes with Chase Elliott flipping them the bird, and um, you know there's there's going to be thousands of them made because Chase Elliott fans are are you know 
going to buy them by the by the boat the boatloads. You know, they're going to buy eight, nine, ten of them, and uh, they're going to enjoy the hell out of it. So um, it is what it is. I mean, if you're a Kyle Busch fan, the only thing I would say is just just don't poke the bears right now on social media. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. Um, I had someone ask during the Facebook lives, you know, um, today, even during my Facebook live, they, they asked me about, you know, NASCAR treating the drivers fairly. And I, I agreed with the the person's uh, point of view because they were saying, you know, NASCAR, nor if, if Kyle Busch was gesturing to another driver, Kyle would have gotten fined and, and docked, you know, money and stuff like that. Chase, it was, it was made widely available last night, right after the race that chase was going to have no penalty. There was no fine. There was no points penalty. There was no nothing. And I kind of thought that was odd because last night, normally NASCAR would never come out like, like half hour after the event ends, chase Elliott's getting no, no penalty. It's usually not how it works. NASCAR usually, um, you know, kind of debriefs with these things kind of goes over them and they come up with something, you know, usually like a day or two later, they didn't do that with chase. They just, just absolutely ruled out any fine right off the bat. And then, um, you know, I think Kyle uh, dropped the F bomb on national television, but we didn't hear anything about that yet. We didn't hear if Kyle's out of the blue on that, but that's more of an FCC. So, you know, Fox might get fined for it, but, uh, I don't know how that's all going to work out. I mean, it's live sports. I mean, these guys curse all the time, so I don't, I don't really get it, but, I agree. You know, if, if it was me, uh, knowing that you find guys in the past for flipping people, the birds and saying the F bombs, both guys should have gotten penalties, uh, should have gotten fined. And that's that, but it is what it is. I mean, if they're not going to penalize either one of them, I could see that too. Heat of the moment boys have at it. We've seen that model before as well. So very interesting, a, a, just a bizarre ending to the race. Then the rain's coming, uh, and ending it rain shortened by 20 laps. If you haven't seen the video of Denny Hamlin's um, <laughs> getting the win, <laughs> wearing that face mask, it's a picture of Denny's face. But it's a part, of, it starts right at the bottom of his nose and kind of is him smiling. So when he's doing the double thumbs up and he's sitting there behind the mask and you see the mask itself with the smile, it is one of the funniest things you'll ever see. So so I highly recommend you go out there and, and – uh, Google search Denny Hamlin face uh, face mask and you'll see it. It's just, it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. And and only Denny Hamlin could come up with something like that. So on the next side of this break, we're going to do is we're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit about the Xfinity race that just ended. It had quite the finish. And guess what? Kyle Busch was involved in it. So we'll come back and talk to you about Chase Briscoe's big win, his fourth career win. But like we said, Denny Hamlin picked up the win last night at Darlington. His 39th career Cup Series win. 39. Hard to believe it. He tied Matt Kenseth last night. Fun fact. Bet you didn't know that. We'll catch you on the other side of the break. This is the Crew Chiefs Corner Podcast hosted by Bobby Bailey. All right. Back here on the podcast. So I I teased before we took that quick break about Kyle Busch being involved in yet another interesting finish. And this time, this was for the race win. This wasn't like the Darlington Cup race that we were talking about uh, just a few moments ago. In fact, this one was a very exciting Xfinity race. So we had a, a, a quite a boring Cup race in some people's opinion on Sunday. 
a very exciting race last night in the Cup Series, and then we were treated to a great race in the Xfinity Series. I'll say this. The Xfinity Series this year, despite it not having maybe some of the big-name drivers we had last year, it doesn't have, you know, um, Cole Custer in it. It doesn't have Tyler Raddick. It doesn't have um, uh, Christopher Bell in it. This year, even though we don't have the big three, we've had some great stories. And, and one of the big ones has been Chase Briscoe. Briscoe is the one of the big four from last year that remained in the series. But you have other drivers that are very, very successful drivers in the series. You have uh, Justin Allgaier, who's done quite well. And, and Allgaier is one of those folks that, you know, one of these days he's going to win multiple races in a season. Uh, and I know he's done it in the past, but he's going to win multiple races and, and compete for a championship. I, I still believe Allgaier's got it in him. But this is one of those years kind of like, you know, when when, when Elliot Sadler was uh, still in the series and had some of those top rides, whether it was at, at Childress, whether it was at Roush, or whether it was at JRM, or even when he was at Gibbs, you always felt like Elliot Sadler should have been someone that won races and won championships. And he just never got that, got it done. And and Al Geyer, I feel like the last couple of years has a lot of opportunities, but he's had a ton of bad luck. And it just hasn't worked out for him. So hopefully this year, you know, he gets the wins and, and he's able to uh, compete for the championship in the final four at Phoenix, a place that he won at last year um, in the playoffs. So you, you hope that that uh, Al Geyer is going to be that guy um, once again this year and he'll get his he'll get another win or two or three or five. You never know. But Briscoe, I mean, de- dealt with a, a, a terrible personal loss. His his wife and and uh, him were expecting their first child in uh um, in December, actually, I th- believe the, the due date was December 1st. And they found out this week that, uh, that, uh, Melissa, his wife had, uh, miscarried and, you know, I don't really share a lot of the, the personal stories with the drivers, uh, just out of respect to, to, to their private lives. I did, I didn't even post this because I figured, you know, if I don't, if I post this and I don't post some, post some of the other stuff I get, I, I don't think that's really fair. Um, but being that it was out there and, and Chase publicly talked about it, I felt, you know, in, in the podcast setting, at least we will mention it. But um, so our thoughts are definitely with the Briscoe family. And I can't even imagine what that must have been like for for Chase going to to Darlington and knowing you have to to race, you know, and I'm sure once you strap in the race car, your your mind is is focused on racing. But at the same time, you know, you have to, you know, uh, feel like I mean, he even said he was crying in the car. In his in his victory lane interview at at the start finish line, he said he was crying when he took the lead. Well, I think it was like fifty laps to go. He was crying in the car, and you just feel for for the young guy. Uh, you know, him and his wife have gone through a, a hellish week, a week that a lot of people can could never fan, uh, phantom going through. Uh, but you just, I guess, you just gotta get through it. And uh, you know, like I said, getting to the track, it was some kind of a a distraction in that regard of, of, you know, being reminded of, of the, of the loss and the, and the, the, just the rawness of it all. And, um, you know, he got out there and, and drove the wheels off of that race car. I mean, he, he was one of the cars to beat early on. Um, and, and that last, the last couple of laps there, you know, were just absolutely amazing. You know, him and Kyle swapped, swapped paint. They got in the wall. Uh, they did just about everything, but recreate the Ricky Craven, 
uh, Kurt Busch uh, finish from 2003 at Darlington, which was one of the all-timers in NASCAR history. But uh, not saying that this one was. This was a very good finish, but not an all-time great finish in the sport. But just for for the feel-good story of the week, uh, Briscoe getting the win was huge. Uh, and, and Kyle just, just um, you know, with that, it just it kind of took it to the next level. And, you, you know, say what you want about Kyle Busch. Kyle actually gave a pretty decent interview uh, this afternoon and, and really did something um, nice in that regard. He, he, he could have been a jerk about it, um, you know, not wanting to do it and stuff like that. But, but Kyle did the interview. He answered the questions and all that. So Kyle, Kyle did a nice job. And, um, you know, there was a lot of good, good finishes for some, some teams that um, have been big stories this year. Um, so what we'll do is we'll go over the, uh, the race results here. Chase Briscoe wins. It's his fourth career Xfinity win. So big win for him. Obviously, like we said, after the week uh, that him and his wife have been through, it's uh, it's it's a feel good story for them for sure. Kyle Busch was second. Uh, Justin Allgaier third. Uh, Austin Sindrick had a very good car. He had a pretty good run there. Him and Ross Chastain had an epic battle during that race. It seemed like they were battling for like 50 laps. It seemed like so good finish for Sindrick. Noah Gregson, who won the pole because of the blind draw, came home in the fifth spot. Daniel Hemrick finishes sixth. Then you had uh, Ryan Sieg in seventh. Another great run by these guys. You know, he was third in the uh, first stage, finished ninth in the second, and brought it home with an eighth-place finish. So a solid run by Ryan Sieg. Yet again, those guys with the CMR roofing Chevrolet, they just – Continue to impress you week in and week out. And it, and it doesn't matter the 10, 10, 11 week layoff. It doesn't matter. Their cars are that good this year. And, um, you know, I really do believe that they're going to have a shot at winning one of these things this year. And, um, you know, he, he even proved that. I mean, he went up and caught Gregson, uh, there early in the race. And I really thought he had an opportunity to get around him and possibly lead some laps, but, uh, that would just wasn't in the cards today, but a great result for Ryan Sieg. Ross Chastain, another solid top 10 effort for those guys with Callaway Racing in the second entry. And then uh, Harrison Burton finishing ninth. So backing up his early success, obviously the win at Auto Club Speedway. And then Justin Haley finished in 10th. And then, you know, you had two, actually really three good uh, feel-good stories back to back to back. The first one, Brett Moffitt, his first NASCAR race since breaking his legs in a motorcycle accident uh, during this pandemic uh, period, brings it home in 11th in the 02 uh, Chevrolet for our motorsports, a brand new team in the Xfinity series, using some old GMS equipment that uh, Brett knows a little bit, but uh, never never drove the Xfinity cars for GMS, but a great result for those guys. And then how about Jeremy Clements, 12th? I mean, a fantastic result for a team that started the race at 30th, finished 12th. And then Brandon Brown, I mean, Brandon Brown does a lot with a little, uh, just like, you know, all the guys that we've been talking about, the underdog drivers, he does a lot with a little finish in 13th. And then obviously uh, Anthony Alfredo, 14th, and BJ McLeod finishing 15th in his first start in that six car for Johnny Davis Motorsports. Not his first start with Johnny Davis, but his first start in the number six. So good result for BJ as well. So some really good feel-good stories. All throughout the field. I mean, I could sit here and go on and on about all these guys, but really a, a very interesting race. Um, you know, we had a little bit of everything in it. Um, 
there were some guys that had some rotten luck. I mean, Myatt Snyder probably had a top 15 car today, um, was, was involved in an accident with, uh, Timmy Hill, who just, just basically walled them off of two and, uh, really ruined their day. Um, then you had, uh, some other guys that had some bad luck, you know, Stephen light, uh, made it one lap. Uh, don't know if that was a starting park and then Landon castle ran a few, uh, ran 35 laps and then they parked the 38 car. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall it was a really exciting race. A lot of different leaders. Uh, Briscoe led 45 laps. Uh, Kyle Busch led 45 laps. Uh, Noah Gregson led, uh, 46 laps. So those were the three dominant leaders of the day. And then Justin Algar led nine. So really three dominant leaders for the day. And they all finished in the top five with Briscoe getting the win in a thrilling finish at the lady in black. So a tough, a tough afternoon, uh, emotionally for chase Briscoe, but a huge win. And when there's only two Fords on the racetrack and one of them whips you the way that Briscoe did, uh, there for quite a while in this race, um, you know, it makes you wonder what the other teams are doing, but it is what it is. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those, one of those races. So we'll see. The Cup Series is going to be back in action on Sunday. They'll be at the Coca-Cola 600 at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And then the Xfinity cars will be back in action at Charlotte as well uh, later on in the week. And, um, you know, for news and everything, really not a lot. There's been some paint scheme reveals. So if you go on the Facebook or Twitter accounts, uh, facebook.com slash the crew chief or on Twitter at the crew chief, you'll be able to see those. Uh, some of them are patriotic uh, inspired. Um, a couple of them are redos from the year before, but it is what it is. Um, so we'll get ready to give you guys some more paint teams, obviously, as they come out. And um, we'll keep you all up to date on all the latest news. There are no entry lists yet for uh, you know next week's races. We'll probably see some of that tomorrow, I would guess. Um, and then, you know, just check us out. You know, we'll try to do another Facebook Live tomorrow. So if you... Don't follow us on Facebook. Go on Facebook.com slash the crew chief and you'll be able to follow along for our Facebook Live. And uh, you know, check out all the other episodes on your favorite podcasting platform that you're listening to us on now. Uh, you can go back and listen to all the episodes that are out there. I believe there's now 12 of them that are the regular crew chief's corner podcast. There's three episodes up of NASCAR for rookies, uh, a series that you know we're probably gonna continue at some point. Uh, I just figured, you know, to get the three in and we'll probably do a couple more as the season progresses. But right now with everything that's going on with the pandemic and trying to do multiple shows to cover all the races, I kind of just took a pause on, on the NASCAR for rookies podcast for now, but, uh, we will get back to it. I do want to make it at least a five episode series. So we might revisit that a little bit later in the season. I am going to get the, uh, Charlotte, uh, uh, race schedules up, uh, probably tomorrow, I am going to post all the Xfinity stuff later tonight, so check everything out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, like I said, we're on Instagram at Crew Chiefs Corner. So follow us on all of our social channels. You'll be able to keep up with all the news, all the notes. Anything I get, I try to post out, or anything I find, I try to post out. So those are the best ways to follow me. Um, also, you know, we did a lot of live tweeting the last couple of races. I hope to do that as much as I can, uh, as, as time and, and, and things permit. So, uh, you know, I enjoyed doing that the last couple of races, uh, last night and I enjoyed doing it today. So hopefully 
those of you that checked us out on Twitter will do that as well. And until next time, this is Bobby Bailey. This is the Crew Chiefs Corner Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Be safe, be well, and uh, we're going to be ready to go racing again on Sunday. Stay safe out there. Thanks for listening to the Crew Chiefs Corner Podcast. I'm Bobby Bailey. Check us out on social media, Facebook at The Crew Chief, on Twitter at The Crew Chief, Instagram at Crew Chiefs Corner, TikTok at Crew Chiefs Corner, and on the Anchor app and anchor.fm. Thanks for listening.